The Dad presents Episode 7, Digging Up Dirty Names on Politicians. This message was approved by The Dad. It all starts right now. How do you actively assault someone by rubbing your genitals on their feet? Hello and welcome to the Dad Presents episode number seven. Lucky number seven, this is B. I'm joined here with J. Maddie. Yo, what's going on? And also Dog. What's poppin'? Get your drink on, (laughs) y'all. And we're starting off the show with a bang. Parenting advice at its finest, ladies and gentlemen. Coming right at you from these three morons who claim to know a thing or two about life and kids and what have you. Um, just jump right into it. We always check on each other. Maddie, what's going on at, at uh, Casa de Maddie? I'm good. I'm good. I got roped into going to a, a family wedding this weekend. And um, w- weddings are different out here in California than they are back east where I went, you know, where I, I grew up. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing about the wedding, so. I didn't really want to go. I wanted to sit on my couch and watch football. Sure. So the fact that I'm taking my wife and her her two sisters, and the fact that they're running late because they run late for everything, mm-hmm. didn't really bother me. They're minorities. I didn't, I didn't they're really, minorities. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to be there. Mm-hmm. But I, I told my wife, I'm like, you know, you got to hurry up or we're going to be late. Stop stop bugging me. Why are you always rushing me? Blah, blah. You know, she gives me that. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to watch the game. I'm going to relax. And, of course, we get in the car and we're we're going late. We're get we're we're going to be late. So I'm driving, and then and then the sister starts in on me. And she's like, "You got to speed up, or we're going to be late." I'm like, <laughs> "Come on, man!" So I speed up. Yeah, I speed up. Ten minutes later, my wife is like, "You're going to get us all killed. You got to slow down." Mm-hmm. So it's just a, a lot of this dealing with the wife and the sisters, and I'm managing all this and. In society, there's this um, idea or this misconception that women are better at multitasking than men. And I don't know where this came from because <laughs> from what I see, the women are they're, they're late, they're, they're, they're frazzled. Mm. You know, you give them two things to do, they're frazzled. Sure. Unless you count backseat driving and nagging as multitasking. I don't count it. I don't think it's true. Yeah. But if backseat driving and multitasking, or backseat driving and nagging is two things at the same time, that's multitasking, yeah. They're the kings, or queens, rather. No, it's, you know, that's what they do. And and speaking of that, I I had to deal with the same thing sort of this morning. Um, You're raising a kid, you're raising a daughter, and you're telling, hey, sweetie, you know, sometimes things don't work out the way you want, you don't get everything you want, you say all those good things to you. But then you start realizing, and it dawns on you, you say, you know what, I'm saying this to her, as she watches her mother get every single thing she wants (laughs) and i mean and it's from like the big to the small the small to big whatever my dear wife wants more or less it works out for her happy wife happy life right and i'm just trying to figure out if this has an impact on her because at some point she's going to say that's full of shit you're full of shit dad because mommy says something and she does whatever she wants and and, and case in point this morning we're getting ready. We're running late for school again. Okay, that's sort of our thing. Um, we're we, we'd probably be on time, except for my dear wife wants her to wear a certain kind of shoes. These Converse, these Converse high tops that are lace ups and have Velcro across the top, look cute, but they're a nightmare to put on because you're dealing with lacing them up. You got to do the Velcro around the heel, and sometimes you, and you're putting it on a child. Because she's having a hard time. So if the child at nine years old is having a hard time putting the shoes on, it's probably time to get rid of the shoes. But my dear wife insists on her wearing these shoes with certain outfits. She must wear these shoes. And at this point, the shoes have gotten too tight. But she doesn't care. She has to leave the house in these shoes. So we get in the car only to find out the shoes are too small. My daughters can't wear them. They're too tight. I have to go back in and get another pair of shoes that fit. You know, when we get in the car and I say, well, sweetie, take these off and put on the ones that fit. And she says, well, what are you going to do with the converse? The ones that are hard to put on, they don't fit us. And I'm going to throw them away. And she asked me, am I going to ask mommy first? Like I'm subservient to mommy. So she's already picking. I guess I am subservient to mommy. I'm kind of lost in this story. Well, no, the thing is, is that she, she asked for shit and there's not a real, there's no reason she, my daughter can't wear another pair of shoes to school. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but she wants it to happen. So it just manifests itself. It just happens. I just want it that way. And there's no real reason for it. But that, but that's my issue is that how do you raise a child saying, hey, you don't get everything you want when the person who gets everything she wants lives to, in another room from her in the right. same house? You, well, you don't get everything you want, but mommy's the boss mommy and does. she does. She hey, does. But B, that's just the reality. Sucks it sucks B, ass. Hey, how are you going to do five and a half minutes of a podcast without introducing dogs? <gasps> oh, shit. oh, man. The, the stepdaddy's this is, here. This is racist. You know what? I, hey, I dropped the ball on that. I'm dog the stepdaddy. <laughs> I could have sworn. Hey, I, hey, when I come uh, home. The whole house is happy. Did I? When I'm that, around, yeah. we eat steak. Oh, my God. Hey, how, how's everybody doing? Dude, oh. I, I apologize, doggy. I thought, you know what? I've been, I think I've had too much to drink. No, that's okay. And It's yeah. just like you had to get some shit off your chest. I did. You and Jay Maddie, it's, you guys so. You got to introduce the dog. Okay. Yeah, ready to dive into yeah. this shit. I feel, I feel so you cool. didn't do it because he's black. It it probably is because he's black. I've never liked him. Nigga in the corner. His color has always sort of, you know, scared me and I feel inferior. No, I'm because not that black. Because of his large penis. I'm not purple. But <laughs> Yeah. That's when you're scared when somebody purple. But no, um yeah. So i I'm sorry. Here's dog, ladies and gentlemen. I I do apologize. I was I was remiss. I did not introduce dog. Dog is here with his usual facts. Dog, what's going on with you? Oh man. Everything's all good, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, my stepdaughter, you know, she's uh, getting ready to go to college, which is great because she can get out the house. Beautiful. And do what she wants to do, right? Mm-hmm. But my wife is like this. My wife is like, oh, she's trying to throw her so subliminal <laughs> shit like, oh, but when you go here, when you go there, nobody's going to do your hair. Nobody's going to do this. Nobody's going to do oh, She wants her to stay at home. I think I really think so, Jay Maddie. Um, she wants to stay at home. Well, I mean, what's gonna like, what's gonna happen in your relationship when she does leave? It seems like the stepdaughter kind of keeps the peace in the house. She does keep. So the what's peace gonna in, happen when she's gone? Then I get the peace in the house. Like Ooh. when the, when the stepdaughter leaves, then me and my wife can really look at each other and be like, "Hey, baby, what we need to do? We yeah. need to be like uh, Ben Affleck and uh, Jennifer Garner. Ooh. We can do that. Yeah, you know, in a in a black man's world, okay. you know, like, hey, you know, you do this, you do that, I do this, I do that, and then we'll have our uh, peace, you mm-hmm. know. And I love you as I don't, a friend. I don't think you understood my question. Oh, oh go ahead, say it <laughs> again, Jay Maddie. Your 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 stepdaughter maintains the peace in your house. It seems like mm-hmm. she does. Once it. she's gone, it it could be chaos. But I was telling you, Jay Maddie, once she's gone, it's not going to be chaos. Okay. Once she's gone, me and my wife can find each other Ooh. in oh, a I way see. to where we get like, a little more romantic. I like it. No, not even uh, romantic. We, me and my wife can get a little more violent. No, no, damn. Okay, sorry. <laughs> not violent. <laughs> we can come to an understanding. Okay. You know, it's not all about violence <laughs> and romance and shit. You know, sure. Because I bopped the porn too much. Uh-huh. But you know, look, hey, we could just be like, look, hey, baby, mm-hmm. you know. You could do this, I could do that. Just like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. Yeah, be independent. Have, have an open an open marriage. Is that what you're okay. There well, you go. Yeah, that like saying. an open well, we'll be married or separated. Yeah. Because I won't won't get married again. Like once my wife leaves me or I leave her, mm-hmm. we I won't get married. But it's definitely again. gonna happen. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like this. It's like I'm not gonna marry again because smart. Yeah. You know, She's I don't cool. understand why anybody would marry a second time. Duh. No, I, I wouldn't marry no. again. I got, I got a sister-in-law who's been married and divorced three times, and she's, yeah. she's out why? there shopping again. Is she trying to set a record or something? I like know. I don't know what it's she's doing. It's over. It's over. After one time, it's over for me. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I told my wife. She always thinks I'm going to, I'm running after another female, this and that. I said, baby, what you put me through, I don't want to marry again. No. You know? Yeah, I mean. You know, I love you as a friend. You, you feel me? And yeah. then I, I, I care about you. And I'm going to still take care of you as a friend. Going, yeah. going through that. divorce is so horrific. I got yeah. friends going through it now. Like, y- You can be with somebody and be in love and spend the rest of your life with them without marrying them. Yeah. You know I mean, like people, I think in another 50 years, marriage is going to be a thing of the past anyway. I don't, I don't see it lasting as an institution in this country. Young people get married less. Um, and it, it's just, it's not practical. You get you get married and then it's you know when you're dating someone and you get tired of each other you break up yep. that's it it's nice and clean when you're you're married and you want to break up 
it's a year-long fight over who gets what. You got to pay, and then at the end, the lawyer gets everything. You know, yeah. I, I have several friends who are in love, cohabitating, raising children, and doing a great job at it. And I'm like, good for you, man. That's that seems like the future. You know, maybe you have to have some kind of agreement in place, like if one person's working and the other one's not, and something's set up. Uh, for down the road, if you're together for 10 years and the woman raised a child and wasn't working, right. she's got to get something when you separate. But it doesn't have to be marriage and it doesn't have to be ruining your entire life. Yeah. But what I would recommend is uh, if anybody's going through like some BS, go to mediation first. Yeah. Sure. I got a buddy doing that right now. Yeah. And, you uh, know, go to mediation first because those judges, retired judges, they're pretty good, especially out here in L.A., Century City. Um, they're pretty good. And, you know, hey, you can come to a common ground like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm just about to give my bitch 100 grand. And, uh, you know, most likely they'll jump on it depending on what kind of, you know, player you are. The, the difference between mediation <laughs> and the lawyer is the lawyers, the longer they make the divorce go on, the more they make. Yeah. Mediation, they're getting a flat rate, so they yeah. want to get it over fast. I took my lawyer to with me to mediation. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that kind of defeats the purpose of the mediation. <laughs> but. <laughs> but I took him with me, right. you know, just to the simple fact that I didn't know that was my first time. Yeah, but what I would say is, and I saw a couple go through this with the divorce or whatever. Um, they kept the lawyers out of it and just made, and it, it seemed to work so smooth, and no one paid any money or whatever. Yeah. They worked out amongst themselves. Yeah. They realized they didn't want to be with each other. And they had like property, liquor stores, whatever the, the hell, property and other businesses they own it. They split it up evenly. The smoothest divorce ever. We're still friends until yeah. I think one of them died. And that's how you do it. Yeah. If, if you're you can. mature, you can do that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. But what usually happens in divorces, someone cheated on somebody and that other person is bitter and wants to fuck that person's life. Yeah, up. but they have that's to prove it, right? <laughs> they have to prove it that you've been. Uh, but that that, infidelity that's why the lawyers has, get involved, you know, because bitterness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a lawyer, I feel comfortable with a lawyer, though. Yeah. You know, me, personally. I feel comfortable with somebody having my back. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's a... Because I don't want my family involved. No. That that's makes sense. That's a proper. It makes yeah. sense. But if you can avoid the lawyers, by all means. Anyway, we'll move forward. To what's fastly becoming my Talk favorite part. Talk about something happy. Yes. Talk about something fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Happy stuff. This is my favorite part of the show. Listener questions, you guys. Kits me motivated. It gets it makes me want to get excited about doing this type of show every week. I just like that we have listeners. That's most important because you <laughs> can't have one every week. <laughs> that's important. And yeah. we thank you guys. And yeah. you can't have listener questions without listeners. And that's very important. Listeners. <laughs> I get I get more questions submitted every week. Beautiful. Our, our listenership's going up every week. We got some exciting guests coming in. This yes. this thing's starting to become sure. legit. So sure. thanks for supporting us. Uh this week I got I got over twenty questions. Oh wow. Um, but I wanted to take one question that is not listener um, submitted. It's a question I have. Sure. As parenting my own children. So I wanted to put that one out there to you guys and then go to a listener question. That is right? totally fine. All right. So I might have told you about this. I might not have. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But um, okay. So this was Halloween night. Mm-hmm. My six-year-old, I come home and my wife informs me that my six-year-old had gone into my wallet and stolen $40 out of it. Yes. Did I tell you about that? Yes, you did. Okay. Don't remember. Nah, you never do. How would you guys handle that situation? Go ahead, doggy. We're black, right? <laughs> Still. So I've done that before to my mother. Mm-hmm. I've stole like twenty dollars. Yeah, I've done that too. You know, you know, you know, few quarters you know what I'm saying? to play like, video games. You know what? I would sit down nowadays. I would sit down and talk to him like, you know, you don't do that shit. That shit's fucked up. You don't do that shit because daddy can go pay a bill. Sure, we can get. To, you know, I'll, I'll make it like I'll go the extreme like. The lights can cut off because mm-hmm. you touch the wallet. Yeah. You know, we won't have lights. We so won't have water. So you'd you rationalize know, it to him. Yeah. I would just rationalize it to him and tell him, like, it's bigger than the 40 bucks, but I, I'll blow it out of proportion. Yeah. And I'll be like, look, the lights can cut off. You don't want the lights off. The electricity can cut off. You won't charge your phone. We won't have any electricity. Yeah. You know, I'll. Put that to him. I'll be nice. That's what I usually do. I'll be nice to him. That's what I usually do when he screws up is I just uh, rationalize what he did. Yeah. But I felt like this needed something a little more What did he do with the bread, Matt? Yeah. 
Didn't he call a hooker? No, he just <laughs> he just put it in his wallet. Oh, I'm about to say, know? if he called a hooker, this motherfucker, he's ready. He just, <laughs> yeah. he just took the money, uh, okay. put it in his own wallet. Yeah, we got to yeah. win the Vegas together. What about you, B? Sapphire. Yeah, and I don't know what, you said it was $40? $40. Don't know what kind of hooker he's going to get with the 40 but we'll see. Yeah, if he knows. He definitely like knows. knows. You know, I know. <laughs> no, what I was saying. I got crack in my I, teens. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I remember that I did the same thing with my folks. I think I I would take their money and then I would act like I found it, you know, like I was being helpful. And what I would do in your situation is I think the first time is probably not the biggest deal, but you do want to set some sort of precedent to where this doesn't happen again. So you pull to them, you pull them close to you and you talk to them and you say, hey, look, I know what you did. This was wrong. You don't steal from daddy. Because stealing from daddy essentially is stealing from yourself. You, this is money I spent on you. This is money I spent on your mom, on our food, on our bills, what have you. If you want something, ask for it. And if it makes sense, I'll give it to you. But please don't go in another. And it's like two, it's a two-parter. Because you also don't go into other people's stuff. You don't go into other people's wallets. So first of all, don't steal my money. Second of all, don't go into my stuff. And serious talk with them. No spanking needed. And see if he follows that. If it happens again, then I think you resort to the spankometer. All right. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys were both easier on my son than I was. I, oh, I yeah. usually, usually when my son screws up, I rationalize with him. I tell him why he did what he did, why it, why it was wrong, mm-hmm. and um, all of that. I felt like this was something that is indicative of something that can be a future very bad behavior that can get him in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was. Uh, a little more severe. It was Halloween. I was not going to let him go t- trick-or-treating. My wife felt that was too severe, so we let him go. That's severe. We let him go, but we took away his candy. We wouldn't, wouldn't let him have his candy. Oh, man. Come but, on. Well, that would have been, been excellent. Jay Matty, you're doing the right thing. But then on Sunday, so what was Halloween? Wednesday? Uh, something I think like that. so. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. Wednesday I ordered a pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, so th- th- this is a way I reinforced the lesson, lesson to him. On Wednesday I ordered a pizza, and the pizza man came, and I didn't have money to tip him. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I sold my son's Halloween candy back to him for three dollars, so I could tip the pizza guy. Yeah. So the, I was teaching. Well, I felt that's like good. I was, yeah, that's yeah. that's actually so pretty I, good. He, he didn't get the he didn't get the candy for four or five days, and yeah. I taught him. I I feel like that taught him the value of money. Here's why money's that valuable. So he gave you the money back. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took it back, of course. Ah, sure. yeah. I let him keep. I thought he ran ran around the street with it, man. That beat something. Yeah. No, that that actually was that was very ingenious. I'll have to say that was pretty good. I like that. Thank you. you did good. That All was right. good. Good dad on that one. Thank good dad. You. All right. So listener question. Listener All question. Right. So I'm I'm gonna go with a, a question from listener Greg. Hey Greg. Because uh, Greg posed a question, and I know a couple guys going through this exact same thing. So I thought this would be a good one. Greg says, "My wife and my daughter are constantly at each other's throats. Mm-hmm. They used to be." best friends sure and now it seems like they hate each other mm. she's 12 years old i don't know how to handle this yes um Greg, yeah I'll, I'll jump right into that because i'm i'm look i'm right on that doorstep right now um it's something about women and young girls is that you know as your your wife raises your daughter with you you can start to see different things that are transpiring between them to where they become, and like you just said, they're best friends one minute, and then they're each other's antagonists the next. <laughs> and you don't know if it's something in the air. They're speaking a women language you don't understand, you don't have a code to, and so you're at a disadvantage. The thing that has to be made clear, and there are two. Number one, you can't minimize your wife by jumping into every sin- single argument, because what that thing does is that it makes your daughter think that you have more power than your wife and you don't necessarily want that. Okay. So you want to be able to make sure that the respect is there on both sides. So you don't jump in the middle of it. um, So on and so forth. Another thing you have to do is make sure that they, it's not becoming an argument. Number one, you don't want your, your teenage daughter arguing with your wife it, it's not your kids can't argue with parents it's not that you have a discussion so on and so forth so you're monitoring tone and you're also monitoring the respect factor um the thing you have to do is you you're talking to your wife about because after a while it becomes personal like your daughter does something to your wife and she's not a mother anymore she's a woman and she feels disrespected so now she's going to strike back and that's not what 
the best advice is for a parent. You're a parent always. But it's easy to forget that if things get personal. If she does something that's totally crazy and you lose your mind, that's totally understandable, but you can't do it. So you always have to keep your wife in check and say, hey, look. And I don't mean women, sorry. Keep your wife in check sounded awful. This is the Me Too movement. No, you're right. And keep your wife in check. Could I yeah. say that? Okay. Yeah. In that instance, you keep your is. wife in check and you tell her, you know, this is your daughter. Keep, you know, basically keep it on a parent level. Don't stoop to her level because that makes it even worse. Um, it's an, there's not an exact answer I can give you. It's an ongoing sort of experiment. But if you roll with those two sort of philosophies, I think you'll be in a good plight. But you sound like Dr. Phil. Did, is that good? Was that good guy? No, be a gangster, man. Be like you. You you trying to, you know, we on a podcast. Should I call him? And like, shit, keep it real. But I know, I, I know you coming from the heart. Trying, like trying that. to. Because you know I, I deal with it. My daughter's nine. So so what would you do? Mm-hmm. How, how do you handle that? You know, the, the man I'm wears sure you, a, I'm sure you have that with your stepdaughter you know, and, well, and your you wife, You know, right? the man wears the, the pants in the family. Well, is that true? Yes, it's true. Mm, I don't oh. think it's true as much as it was 40 years ago. I don't know if that's true. But it's a different perspective. Go ahead, doggy. No, just go ahead and, you know. You're saying the man should wear the pants. He should wear do, the pants. Does the man the wear the pants? Do you wear the man the pants in your family? Uh, yes, I do. You sure about that? I do. All right. I, I walk away uh, from certain situations, but I do wear the pants because I've people, heard some stories, but all right. No, <laughs> but people live with me. Yes, right. All right, so how do you handle I'm the breadwinner. Mm-hmm. If you're the breadwinner, you know what I'm saying, you wear the pants. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm really saying? That's the case. No. Are you the breadwinner, j I'm the breadwinner, but I wouldn't say... You don't I'm wear the, the pants? I wouldn't say I'm the boss. Are you getting hit in the butt? Oh, wow. I, I would... I, no, I'm not getting hit, but I'm... Are I'm, you getting hit? Are you, do you have the butt plug up in you right now? <laughs> no, no, I do not have the butt plug okay. up in you Okay, right are you all right then? But it's what right I'm saying, I, I don't, you know... I don't make all the decisions in the house. When you when you say no, I don't wear either. the pants, no, that's but, what that's insinuating. You're the mm-hmm. boss. When but you my say word, my word, I got the last word. All right, so there boss is. man, how do you handle it? No, I just I just handle it how you want to handle it. The man handles it like how he wants to handle it. Which is <laughs> what are you <laughs> saying, man? That's a bottom motherfucking lie. Yeah, too much to kill it today. Yeah. A little bit, little bit. But the man handles it like he wants to handle it. That's All right. the bottom line. Here, here's 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 I'm how I handle. Yeah, he's here's a little handle. But okay. the man handles it <laughs> All right. like he wants that. to handle it. But be respectful to your wife. Sure, uh, at all times. Yeah, I uh, I think you got to talk to each of them separately. So mm-hmm. you got. A preteen girl, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Naturally, she's going to clash with the mom, just yes. as preteen, teen, teenager boys clash with the dad. Mm-hmm. So you got to tell the teen, and it's natural for a teenager to question everything their parents says, um, to want to reach out, strike out on their own, and you know, start to become their own person. That's natural and it's healthy. Yeah. So what you got to tell the daughter is that you can do all these things. But be respectful to your mother. Yes. Don't raise your voice to your mother. Don't roll your eyes at your mother. Don't talk to your mother in a condescending tone. Correct. Be respectful. All you, that is she true. She gave birth to you. You know, she pushed yes. you out of a tiny hole in her body. You mm-hmm. respect her for that. Yeah, there is no arguments. Right. Yes. But you got, and then you got to talk to the mom and mm-hmm. you got to be like, look, you know, she's becoming a woman. Mm-hmm. She's got her own ideas. Um, she, she's not a little kid that you can boss around anymore. Yeah. So you just have to have a little more patience with her and and understand that she wants to do some things that you may not necessarily love. You, there's got to be some compromise. Sure. Right? No, I think I think we're right on the same page there. And Greg, I hope that helps. Um it's it it like I said, it's not a you know, this is the answer it ends tomorrow. This is an ongoing thing. And I and I appreciate you because you're it, you know, you're farther along on the journey than I am. I'm only at nine years old. She's your daughter, obviously, is at twelve, and I have a feeling that it's going to continue <laughs> into yeah, the teens continue. and into adulthood. It seems, it seems so like so a forth. nightmare, man. I, I have, I, yeah. you know, my buddy Dave. He's he's in the thick of that right now, and it's yeah. it's he's not loving it. Yeah, it's not um, fun. I. I'm already dreading that. Even though I have boys and they're supposed to clash with me, I see them clashing with my wife a little more. And the reason is, is she, she, um, she's not the greatest. She's the greatest mom ever. Mm-hmm. Just to say it off the top, but she's not the greatest communicator. Sure. So she holds things in and then she blows up, mm-hmm. and they get a little disrespectful to her. So I'm already taking them aside, and you know, you can't talk to your mother that way. You got to sure. respect your mom. Sure. And I also pull her aside, and I'm like, you know, you got to 
express things with words. So I'm like trying to preempt what I can see coming in about three, four more years because I don't want to deal with that nightmare. Yeah. No, it's, like I said, it's ongoing. So best of luck to you, Greg. We hope that helps. Thank you. Hey, Greg, wear the pants, man. You got the balls. <laughs> Hold that shit down. Yeah. This is dog talking to you, Greg. They know, they know who it is. You they, feel they, me? They get it. <laughs> Greg, whatever you want is going to happen. Just don't put your hands on nobody. Don't do that. Because you're going to go to jail, baby. Best advice of the podcast so far. Okay. Uh, Viewer, or sorry, viewer. Listener question number. I think that's good. I thought it was good. Greg, do you agree? You can't answer. No, I'm but, saying I think that we're good on the questions. You want me to ask another? I got more written. Yeah. Go, go for number two? Yeah, All sure. Right. Why not? All right. Um, you got a female? Um, I got a, okay. I have two girls, eight and six. This comes from Jeffrey. Two girls, eight and six. Mm-hmm. And they, the six-year-old gets very jealous of the eight-year-old whenever we give the eight-year-old attention. Mm-hmm. What do we do about that? Oh, that's hard for me. You know what? You got to roll with it because that they're always going to be apart by the same. There's always going to be a younger one and an older one, and you can't short one to benefit the other. So you, as you give one to uh, benefits to one, you have to explain the other. This is why we're doing it. And at some point, they'll become mature enough, and, and hopefully, they become best friends, you which happens what, a lot of times. You know what I'll do, B? What would you do? Okay, one is eight, one is six. Correct. Right? So the eight-year-old, let her do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. The six-year-old, let her do what she wants to do. Separate them. Like, if like they have, want to have do, like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, extracurricular activities. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let the eight-year-old do what she wants to do, ballet, yeah. karate, whatever she wants to do. Let the six-year-old do what she wants to do. So they feel like they're not around at that time. Because mm-hmm. they see each other all the time at night. Yeah, that well, that could be true. Is that they is maybe they're yeah. You, you see what I'm saying, B? Mm-hmm. So let them just you know be their selves. Like you know, they need extracurricular activities separate. So they have ownership. That's my bottom line. Yeah, yeah, they have ownership of their own you know, stuff. Dog is saying that exactly. He's throwing you a bone. You 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 feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So dog is saying. You know, let your six-year-old do something else separate than your eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have to hire a nanny. I don't know what the fuck y'all want to do out there, right? Yeah. But just separate them, mm-hmm. and then they'll come together at night so they don't have to be in, be in each other's face all the, all the time. time. They have their own thing. They have ownership of their own stuff. Yeah. Their own projects. I get exactly. that, Exactly. I get it. You know I what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, though... We, we've run into a little bit of this in our house. Mm-hmm. Kid, kids want their parents' attention. And, uh, you know, you can't evenly divide it, no matter how hard you try. Sure. But that, that's life. So mm-hmm. you just, you give, you give your daughter attention. You give both of them attention. But if one daughter gets more attention than the other, that's just life. And you just talk to the six-year-old and you, you explain, just because your sister's getting attention doesn't mean we love her more than you. Sure. We love both of you. She's getting attention right now because she's doing this thing that requires attention. Mm-hmm. Just explain why she's getting the attention. Sure. But it's it's perfectly natural for kids to get jealous of one another when one of them is... Re- you know, like, um, if my, my nine-year-old comes home with a test score and he got, you know, 100% on math, and we give him attention and compliment him and, and all that, the six-year-old gets a little jealous and her, go draw a picture real quick and come show us and try to butt in to get attention sure, for that. Sure, that happens. Yeah, tell him, hey, you know, this is... This His is, moment. Uh, this is, yeah, this is your brother's moment right now. He did mm-hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Don't ruin that for him. Mm-hmm. And, you, and You do lots of good things too, but right now we're talking to your brother. Sure, and you can use it as an incentive. He got 100% on his test. If you get 100% on yours, look what, you know, hey, what do you want to do? You know, that sort of thing. So I think that's always a benefit there. But I think, like I said, I think there's a, always communicate... Doggy had a good point in terms of keeping, you know, making sure they each have their own individual things that you guys, you know, if one daughter has a thing that she does with mommy, the other daughter should have a thing she does with mommy, and someone should have a thing they do with daddy. Is that what he was getting at? I think that's what he was getting at. That that makes sense, but I think he was just saying separate them so they don't fight. Well, well, yeah, well, when he said, no, when he said extracurricular, when they have to have extracurricular activities, meaning... They each have ownership of their own thing. That, so that's good. One yeah. of them's a track star. That's the other meant, one's that's a, good advice. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but no, the whole thing starts with communication. You have to communicate to both kids. 
Don't ever short one kid for the other kid. It doesn't, doesn't work. doesn't work. Let's do another question. I like these. That's, that's three. We're good. What else We're, we got? Wait, I thought we did two. What was it? It was Greg, and it was... Who else? I, I gave you my... All right, I'll give you one more. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, my boys are 11 and 8. I have two boys. This mm-hmm. comes from David. I have two boys, What's 11 happening, and 8. What's happening, Dave? And what's going on, Dave? Mm-hmm. And they won't stop, number one, fighting with each other. And number two, every single time they fight, they both end up crying. I'm concerned that my boys are wimps. That's, dude, that's going to, and I, I don't have any brothers and I don't have any boys, but just being around folks that do, that's just life. They're going to do that. You're going to have to separate them. Uh, you know, there's a different, there's different degrees of fighting. Like you don't want them obviously throwing like an iron at one of them or hitting them with a golf club or nothing extreme like that. But if it's fisticuffs occasionally, if it's pushing and shoving, you can deal with that, separate them. And uh, you okay? All right. <laughs> Separate them. Dog is entertainment while we do the show. So you guys, we hopefully entertain you guys. Dog entertains us while we're in here. What's up? But no, we hope that, you know, they don't get into too uh, too too much of an intense fight. But you're going to have to just deal with that. They're, they're going to break their boys. That happens. You're going to have to talk to them. You're going to have to threaten them occasionally, maybe. But for the most part, I don't know of any. I, I had twin cousins then the reason I said golf clubs is one of them hit the other one with a golf club yeah. one time. And that happens. <laughs> but you don't want it to get to that thing. Just be prepared for it. Try to be prepared to separate them. Talk to them. But know in the back of your head it's an ongoing thing. It's boys, masculinity. Boys fight. Sure. I, I grew up with three brothers. Um, boys fight. That's just how boys are. What you want to do, number one, is try to teach them when they fight to first talk out the problem, communicate. Um, you know, typically the fighting is because somebody is playing with a toy the other one wants and they're not willing to share or because um, they're trying to play some game and uh, one of them doesn't like the rules that have been set up or whatever. They got to they gotta first communicate before they go to fist. Um, but boys are going to fight, okay? Yeah. But the thing that, that is concerning is that every time they're crying. Mm-hmm. Right, so we're in a society now where it's supposed to be okay for boys to cry, and it is okay for boys to cry. Sure, but if your boys are crying every single day at the age of eleven and eight, that's too much crying. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe we're getting to a point where we are allowing it a little bit too much. And at a certain age, uh, six or seven or eight, whatever it was, with my boys, when they would cry, I had a rule: if they would, if they cried, and they were not bleeding or mm-hmm. injured. They got a timeout. Mm-hmm. So not just every time you don't get your way, you start crying, or every time your brother says something mean to you, because that's that's not a healthy way to function as a, in society. You know, if you're going to school and you're getting picked on and you start crying, that doesn't help your situation. That no. gets you picked on more. Sure. So I we are in a society where it is okay for boys to cry, and I do agree it's okay for boys to cry. But but you can't walk around crying every single day. So if they're fighting. They're tough enough to fight. They got to be tough enough to take the the blows they're dishing out to one another. Yeah, boys should cry when they fight. They should cry when they fight. When they fight, you know, mm-hmm. like it's it, it, it's to the simple fact is like, okay, if they getting down, they fighting and shit, mm-hmm. right? Cry. Yeah. Like if you getting your ass beat, or if you didn't really mean to hit this other guy, mm-hmm. cry. Yeah. But don't get your ass beat and don't swing back. Yeah, don't take You'll it. You'll be a little bitch. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Yeah, you you don't want to be a little bitch now. It, it, just like Jay Maddie said, it's okay to cry, mm-hmm. but swing. Sure. Bust their ass. Yeah. But you don't want to be teaching you know brothers to swing on each other No, first. bust mm-hmm. their ass. Bust <laughs> they motherfucking ass. Bust their ass, then they'll know. Yeah. No, it's funny when we talk about men and crying and boys are crying, what, what sort of passes is like... Um, acceptable or something that'll get them to survive the day is okay you can't cry too much but long term those are the guys that didn't cry too much who go into like uh you know mass shootings and shit like that to where they're repressed yeah and they kept their emotions inside yeah. so so it's a it's a balance you walk with boys right. but understand that that's the reality of having two boys and god bless you for having two boys both yes. of you both maddie god and, bless you, and you dave we 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 uh we have we our heart goes out to both of you guys so what's going on in the world? What'd you guys think of that uh, election news? Oh man, I have so much election news, and and, and, oh, and shit. you know what? And this is actually ironically is going to be. I might as well go pour me another drink. No, 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 because this definitely is definitely sh- do not do that. Yeah, 
Okay. <laughs> this is a show that you're going to love, doggy, because okay. a lot of this is catered toward you and your sort of uh, your demographic. Yeah. Okay. So, ton of election stuff, huge election turnouts, uh, diversity, women elected, a gay a gay uh, governor in Colorado elected, uh, minorities elected. You know, uh, you know, very encouraging based on how, you know how our elections usually go in terms of interest and so on and so forth. But one of the things that got me is that this story out of, of course, Nevada, Doggy's favorite state. This is the headline. I'm just going to read the headline. Dead pimp Dennis Hoff. Oh, my yeah. boy. Cruises my to boy. victory in Nevada state election. Yeah. Is there anything more Nevada or Vegas than having a dead pimp That's be right. your congressman? You know, you know who found him, right? Who found him? Ron Jeremy. Oh. <gasps> They're buddies. Oh, That's right. Ron Jeremy found him. We're going to have Ron Jeremy in here in about three weeks, so we'll definitely have to ask him. Knocking, the legend. Knocking down guests one by one. Ron Jeremy appearing on our show. Yeah, Ron Jeremy found him Found him dead in his... He's the... If you don't know who he is, he's the owner of the, the Bunny Ranch. The Bunny Ranch. That's yeah, right. So he's not... He wasn't like a... Well, I, I read that too. I thought it was like a, he's some street pimp got elected yeah. to the Senate. No, not no. that this is way better, but he's a businessman. No, this is good. This is Dennis Hoff. But it was a small city, right? Small. Yeah, Pahrump, I think it's called. Yeah. He's the, he, the, his Did nickname. he get elected to the House? Yeah, to the House. The house he was, okay. he was uh, and now, um, what is he? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. State Assemblyman. I apologize. Oh, State Senate. Okay. Yeah. So he is uh, elected to the 36th uh, Senate District. Um, his colleagues, or I guess some elected body, has to pick because, of course, he's not able to serve. So they'll pick someone to serve for. If him. he's not able to serve, who who serves his bottom bitch, or what? <laughs> no, the uh, what is it? The let's see, the county commissioners from his district will pick a replacement who must be a Republican and live there because he was a Republican and won on the Republican ticket. It should be his bottom bitch. Ooh, you know, because he's a pimp. Yeah, I mean, you feel me. But I'm not sure what that means. The, no, the bottom bitch is like your main bitch, Jay Maddie. Your bottom bitch is. Oh, uh, you mean one of us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just like if you was out there pimping. Well, if she's you know a, what I'm saying your wife don't count. Yeah, but I'm talking about your you know your bottom bitch. The bitch is getting the other hoes. Yeah, no, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, if I she's a Republican, so he's, he's a he's a motherfucking pimp. <laughs> so his bottom bitch gets to be. You know, there. he should have something like insurance policy, hopefully lined up for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So where she could take over and do what she needs to do. I don't think that gets her to the Senate seat. His bottom bitch, though. <laughs> yeah. But that's yeah. like him. That his bottom what? Yeah, his bottom bitch. There you go. It really accentuates the, <laughs> yeah. the being. <laughs> y'all know. Y'all know the pimping shit. Don't act like I'm in here talking about myself. Oh, God. Um, okay, more about the elections. Um, okay, so... A lot of stuff in elections and stuff, you know, I've noticed weird stuff or whatever. We're going to play a game, you guys. You, uh, you guys aren't even prepared for this because I, I just threw does it on. Does it have porn in it? It actually does. All right, that's good. It's, it's, a, it's a winner. I told you you were going to love this let's show, doggy. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to list, read you a list of people who won, and I'm also going to give you some porn star names. And I want you to, because a lot of the people that either, I'm sorry, that either ran or won or whatever, people who ran have names that sound like porn stars. And that's in Senate, that's governors, that's whatever. Um, that's the House. They have, the people who ran in these races have some very peculiar names. And they sound like porn stars. I'm going to ask you guys to figure out, if you can figure out if they're a porn star or a politician. And let's, right, and, and, and when I roll the open to this, because this is what happens. We, Dog's going to nail us. He knows all he, the He porn knows maybe, all the porn stars. Maybe, he, maybe. No, maybe. I, I, he's the odds on favorite. He's going to yeah. kick your ass, Maddie. Um, we have a we you know we make drops from time to time and I had an old drop and we've never used it and it doesn't necessarily fit well it kind of fits but it doesn't fit so I'm going to use this drop because we were going to give Doggy a porn star segment at some point we're going to use that drop for this and see what you guys think about it so we're going to drop this and then we'll go right into the game here we go oh girl oops hold on here we go <sighs> I like simple pleasures like butter in my ass lollipops in my mouth that's just me. Ready to jerk. It's dog. He's got his porn star of the week. <laughs> okay, so that was gonna be for porn star of the week. Um I love the music, don't you guys like? Should we just keep that going? I feel good. Yeah, keep feeling the beat. Alright. 
Okay, so I'm going to ask Matt to go first because he seems he seems perplexed by all this. Matt seems nervous. He does because I think he knows he's about to lose. That's yeah. part of the reason. Okay, Matt, give me a number between one and twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. <laughs> you got twenty-seven names on there. Yeah, we do. All right. All right. Oliver Flynn. Is he a porn star or a politician? That's a politician. That's easy. There's nothing suggestive about that. Porn star, Oliver Flynn. Mm. <laughs> Matt is down one to nothing. That's a or terrible zero. porn name. That's <laughs> terrible. Doggy, give me a number between one and 26. 16. 16. All right. Lucky 16. Is it okay if I sound like a porn yeah. DJ? Yeah. All right. Here we go. 16. Okay. Lucy Lee. Oh, porn star. Ding, ding, ding. I, <laughs> bopped, I, I, I bopped to her last night. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some people who are better at stuff than white people there, Maddie, or, or any people, actually. He's, he's an expert in his field, ladies and gentlemen. Maddie, let's go. We, right. You're down 2 12. 12. 12. Number 12. Number 12. Here we go. 12, 12, 12. 12. TJ Cox. That's a porn star. Nope, he lost to <laughs> California Congress. He's a loser in this. <laughs> Much like you're, you're down 0-3. He's a loser like you there, Maddie, on this one. All right, so Doggy's up three donut. Uh, Doggy, you want to pick a number? number one, w- one to 26. One. Number one, Bill Schuette. Congressman. Congressman. Or sorry, sorry. Government. I'm sorry. Whatever the fuck. He lost the governor's race to yeah, Michigan. Yeah, he ain't no porn a, star. A politician, not a porn star. Yeah. Doggy's undefeated so far. Maddie, pick a number uh, somewhere between four. one and twenty-six. Number, number four. four. Number four. I'm gonna get this one. Okay, Sarah, Daddy, definitely a porn star. <laughs> nope, she lost. Jesus. <laughs> she lost the house Sarah in Illinois. Daddy, Sarah, you can't Daddy. get elected to government with Sarah. that name. And she lost. Okay. That's why she well, lost. Yeah. So that's she should probably get into porn. Is that four or five straight? I don't you, know. Something like that. All okay, right. so dog, anyway, dog doggy. Wins. Okay, come on. Tell me how long you want. to Nine. Go. Nine. Dog says nine. Okay, here it goes. Lisa Rimmer. Oh, porn, porn star. star. Nope. Oh, <laughs> she lost in the 12th California Rimmer? District of Congress. Lisa Rimmer. I'm still winning, though. <laughs> He's still winning. That's one to Maddie. All right, Maddie, you want to continue? Give me one more. Five. One more. All right, number five, Mike Johnson. Oh, that seems too on the nose for porn star. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go senator. You're right. Bam. Lu- Louisiana. Good at this. Congress, actually. Got it. But politician. You Woo! got the point. So, so I won, right? No, you're you lost too. Do you guys want to keep going or nah, that it? That's <laughs> we, I won. So that that's it. Doggy, as expected, wins the porn. That's sort of how that goes around here. He's the porn expert. That's why he was gonna have his own segment. I bopped to her. Yeah, and you see that that was yeah. an unfair advantage for you. Um, <laughs> I, I did not bop to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next up, Marvel. Comic man, Stan Lee passed away, unfortunately. Oh, a lot of man. people sad about that. And 95 right. years old. He had a good run. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, he I mean, the lives he's touched and kids that he's you know brought into uh, comic books and stuff like that. Everyone, grown-ups, love him. Kids love him, whatever. He passed. Um, my question, because I always put a dark shadow on everything. He was recently accused of sexual harassment. Oh. What? Apparently, he would, like, go into massage booths, and oh, the lady yeah. accused him of rubbing his genitals on her, or, sorry, rubbing his genitals on her feet. Oh, he's so, supposed how to. How do you, wait a minute. <laughs> but, but if he did that, that's not was, sexual harassment. No, it was supposed to be, a, like, a foot massage thing that yeah. she did, sensual, whatever. So, my question is, what happened, so, you know, now, how... Go ahead. I, I, I want to question the logistics of this. Yes. You're in a massage parlor. Mm-hmm. How do you actively assault someone by rubbing your genitals on their feet? Well, how, she, how does, you can't. She that doesn't no. sound possible. She was no, a masseuse that used her feet to massage him. And so, she must okay. know who but he you was. Still, you got to lunge at her dick first? Something. How do you make that happen? I don't know. And 95 is challenging. But the yeah, thing is, come on. you have a similar sort of situation. Elderly man. Stanley, elderly man Bill Cosby. Now oh, he he shit. dies. He'll be remembered for what he was, Marvel comic, whatever, so on and so forth. Bill Cosby will be remembered for something else. Well, the, it's a little bit different these two scenarios. Yeah, know? but the thing is, is really. the question is: Is the key to be being remembered how you want to be remembered is dying faster than anyone else, or like die before? It, the, you know the shit hits the fan basically we're, we're just in a we're just in a day and age when when people love to bring down somebody who's on top now sure. there were also in the, the me too era where some men are being called out on some heinous things 
but there's a little bit of crossover between those two things where mm. some heinous men are doing some heinous things and being called out for it. Yeah. And some people who love to take down people who are doing well are getting their rocks off doing that. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know I don't know about this Stan Lee thing, but um no, the key is not dying younger. <laughs> you know, you you live a good life and you you Nobody's going to remember Stan Lee because he attacked some exactly. masseuse with his genitals. Because he died. He didn't go to court. But now Bill Cosby... Even if it went to court, first all, still... that's not going to go to court. But that's not what you're going to remember that man for. Yeah. Bill Cosby was accused of raping like 50 women. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot it's of a, women. A little bit different. Yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> What's some bullshit? <laughs> he was accused of all that shit. These women, you know, later on down the line, it's like, why did it take him so long yeah. to bring it up? And and all of a sudden, all these allegations. Yeah, he was powerful. Bill Cosby was a powerful man, but it's not like he was more powerful than Barack Obama. Mm. You see what I'm saying? He wasn't running the world, but Barack Obama or running didn't the country. Get of no, I'm just saying. Women. You know, Bill Cosby wasn't that powerful. He's pretty they could have came. No, not necessarily. They could have came up. And, Bill Cosby was powerful when. He wanted to buy NBC. Mm-hmm. So you, you know, that's you, when it came more powerful. Yeah. When a black man was about to take over NBC, and the white man didn't want to let it happen. Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion. So you don't think he raped anyone? I mean, is that in no? Question? You know what? You know what, Jay Maddie? I'm not going to say that. I'm 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 just going to say this. Look, you don't wait 10, 15, 20 years down the line saying like this would happen. Oh, yeah, just because this female came out, this would happen. Bills were getting at the females like, look, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you this. You know, you feel good. You know, like, hey, this was going down. This is what I'm doing. Even at my house. <laughs> he was doing it at his house. Yes, he was. You, you see what I'm saying? Like, really. It's just like, I just don't understand, like, the simple fact that, like, look. It, it it's just a, a conspiracy. It's a, a conspiracy so, so you don't think he, against he Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is a he. He was on his way to be a billionaire. You know what I'm saying? So, so you don't think he raped anyone? No, no. I mean, I, I don't think he raped anyone. I think he had fun with everybody. You, you, I think. I think. He, look, did he drug them and have sex with them after they were passed out? Consensually, yes. He so you don't think he gave anyone drugs without their consent? No. So you think he you think before all these episodes he said, Hey, I'm gonna give you some drugs and then after you're passed out, I'm gonna have sex with you. Are you cool with that? That's why they kept coming back. Come on. Yes. Mm-hmm. He right. didn't he, he didn't hit one I, of them. I don't, think, I don't see how we can argue about that. Jay well, Maddie, Jay Maddie, I'm I'm trying to tell you this. He didn't mess with one of them on one occasion. They all kept coming back. Now, this it is, was a few occasions mm-hmm. with all of them. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? So they all kept coming back. So they all were feeling woozy. They all wanted the Johnson. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bill stuck it to him. You, you're telling me all those women that accused him after they were raped or felt that they were raped, they went back for more. Yes. Is yeah. that, is that there, true? There's instances where people had return trips, which sort of cast a shadow i don't know about all of them i don't know about most of them yeah there's some of them i don't know about all of them but then then, other than that sorry Mm. to cut you off b no go ahead but hey once somebody makes an accusation Mm. hey let's just hop on oh yeah i didn't make it fuck Mm. it fuck him because he promised me this yeah he promised me that you know what i'm saying like hey you know but, you know, I'm just looking at it from Bill's perspective. I'm not going to argue. I don't you know the facts of the case. Me either. But I know you can't. You cannot give someone drugs and then have sex with them when they're unconscious. If, if you're stating that he asked them, do you want these drugs? And then when you're passed out, I'm going to have sex with you. And they said, okay. Well, then that's fine. But I haven't heard that. But how would they? Anybody... Uncon- they were unconscious? Yeah, they were passed out. Are you sure about that? That's what the claims were. Are, are you sure? Are you sure, J Man? No, I'm not sure. I'm Come not sure. on. Are you sure about that? Yeah. No, there like I said, there were instances where there were some return trips or whatever, which kind of casts yeah. a different shadow on those stories. But there's other there's so many sides of this. The thing that again, the thing that gets me is that 
you know, you say, I, I had the theory that, okay, well, how this many people reacting the same way, doing the same stuff or whatever. And it, it just seems impossible that this many people would have this happen to them. They'd all react the same way. They wouldn't say anything, and then they'd come out 20 years later. And then I started thinking, I'm like, you know who else acts like that is the victims of, like, child molestation. Like, the priests and the kids, they kind of do the same thing. So there's all sorts of things with this. It's a total mess. He's locked away in prison. And, you know, just and, and the thing at the end of it, I don't know if there's much of a resolution for the people that were abused or whatever. But that's where we are. Let's speak about sports. Let's lighten things up a little bit, please. All right. All right. <laughs> Stay up, Bill. <laughs> LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, new Laker LeBron James says that he almost cracked earlier in the season when the Lakers started off. I think it was three and five or two and seven or whatever. Already? <laughs> that's what he said. He said he almost cracked in the season. Isn't even uh, why? What's going on? Because of the losing. He said he didn't uh, like the losing. He's almost cracked. He lost his patience, so and so forth. Um, the, the reason I brought this up. This is exactly why diehard Laker fans, at least some, you know, the people in the Kobe camp and the people who followed Lakers in the eighties and stuff, haven't really bought into LeBron yet. Not as a player. He's you know obviously LeBron, but as a person because he does some of this millennial shit where. He's just sort of eight games in, really. Like you, what did you think you were? You guys thought you thought you were going to be undefeated with this team? Like what? (laughs) What was going on? And the thing is, if you thought that, you definitely wouldn't share it with anybody, right? I mean, but that's the thing, and I think that's the problem with folks, especially old school Laker fans, have with him is that. Kobe would never say no shit like this. Never. Like, he would never be like, oh, eight games in. I didn't know what I got myself into. No, but he'd he'd go to the press and uh, tattle on Shaq. So there's that. Well, you see, the thing is, is there's young Kobe and then there's more mature Mamba Kobe. He was uh, pretty much a dick till the end. Nah, he matured. He matured. But that's the thing. I just wanted to point that out. We haven't talked really sports a whole lot on this uh, podcast. Yeah. Well, I I understand why, because your Lakers are stinking up the joint and my Clippers are over 500. dominating. We're over 500. We're, we're, about to, we're about to do big things. Are you over 500? Yeah, we're over 500. We're two exciting. in a row, I think. Two in a row. We just knocked three. off Golden State and uh, Milwaukee we back to back. We beat Golden State every year. Even when we All suck, right. we beat Golden State. All right. That's not a big deal there's nothing new there there's just All right. yeah it's nothing new um let's see here did you hear about the uh that thing going on with tucker carlson the mob outside his house no no <laughs> no i didn't oh wow wait were they were they yelling at him and to to like basically what were they saying an angry mob showed up outside his house and mm-hmm. was basically demanding that he move out of town wow that's yeah, extreme. showed up at his house yeah that's extreme it's get it's getting getting yeah, scary out it's, there. It's nuts. Um, you know, he has a right to say what he says, but then the responsibility of it. You and again, he no one <laughs> deserves that, obviously. But that's what his kind of speech can bring. It just like speech, what do you mean his kind of speech? Have you uh, ever listened to Tucker? Sure, Carlson? yes, what, I have. What, what do you mean by he his said kind of something about two months ago where he said because of immigration things are dirtier or something like I think it was something like that. Saying stuff like that will piss people off and they sure. will show up at your house. Well, so and it and it works both ways. If you're you know too far to the you left, can, you can't or whatever. We can't have this. Yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, we, we can't. You can't have people showing up. No, at no. Politicians' houses and newscasters' houses. That's, no, no, that's I, no good. I get that. Whether but, you're pissed off or not, the, sure. What we have going on in society, mm-hmm. man, you got to get a grip over there. <laughs> Are right? you okay? Yeah, I'm alright. I all almost right. fell through the window. Don't fall we, through the window. We got a. What's going on in society right now is we're extremely divided. Yeah. And our president has definitely not helped that matter. He, he might be the most divisive president sure. in history so that that's not helpful mm-hmm. but um the divisiveness of trump is also probably 50 percent the fault of the media yeah they just they just ramp it up and the media is divisive mm-hmm. so when you have a president who's divisive and you have a media who's divisive you people are are getting ramped up being told this is the most critical election <laughs> in american history yeah and they're starting to take that serious people are getting scared and then the people on the other side are getting scared and Sooner or later, if this keeps escalating, these shootings here and there and the other place and people showing up at Tucker Carlson's house, 
sooner or later this just results in a civil war. No, then we got we got to calm the shit down. Yeah, no the, matter. Yeah, no matter. The, the people who did that showed up at his house. They should be outed to make sure things like that do not happen again. They should sure. be prosecuted. No, you know what? It, there's it on both sides, and I don't want to sound like Trump. <laughs> They're good people on both sides. They're bad people on both sides in this issue. Um, no matter what your opinions of are of Carson, uh, Tucker Carlson, you don't get to. I mean, you can protest. You have your First Amendment, so on and so forth. But you don't use mob tactics to basically tell them to leave his neighborhood, just no. like you would not tolerate someone. No, doing and these the are the people you. who are the, the anti-bullying people, right? Sure. And they're—I mean, come yeah. on. No, that's that's not true. And I'm I'm not a fan of Tucker Carlson, but you cannot, in, you know, basically insist that he leaves his residence because he, I'm, aside from what he is, he has a family and all those other. Sure, I'm, I'm assuming he has a family. I don't know for sure. But that's, uh, you know, it's a threat to them, and you can't do that. We got to figure out how to get along in this country. We need, we need our leaders, meaning the president, meaning the senators, meaning everybody, to start talking with some civility and start like start with the things where we agree and work from there. Instead of just all the language you hear from politicians and the media, it's angry, divisive language and that trickles down sure. there's no trickle down theory when it comes to economics that doesn't apply but when it comes to anger and resentment and hatred that shit trickles down and the left wants to blame it on trump the right wants to blame it on the media but the fact of the matter is it's all of them mm-hmm. and they they we we need some leaders to start fucking leading yeah um i would like to see you know and we the democrats had a chance in this election to really make big waves and they really didn't they say it was a blue they wave took, it really they, wasn't they took over the house that's they took over the that's house important. That, that almost always happens that almost always happens in yeah. the first term but the thing is it, you... it was not a blue wave and the reason the reason they didn't take the house and the senate is because they never came out with a message mm-hmm. they their whole message was fear trump well, that was their whole deal thing is is if you start from zero if you start with trump as president with control of the house and senate and the next election comes and you take over the house that's a, that's a step in the right direction, and that's the thing is, is you got to well, be encouraged. a step in the right direction sure. if you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, but it's if, not. You can't call that a, a blue wave. It wasn't domination. Relative, it could be. The thing is, is that nah. you're you're encouraged by them taking over the house. You're encouraged by. If I'm a Democrat, I would not be encouraged by. That. Well, no, you got to be because you you have to be encouraged by the small victories because they lead to bigger victories. You're encouraged by the them taking over the house. You're encouraged by them. Uh, voting at you know new people voting which i heard was you know pretty substantial you also have to be encouraged by the diversity that came with this election a gay governor in denver uh you know a ton of minorities and you know maybe this is a good first step if they had come in and take taken the house taken the senate i don't know how realistic that ever was going into it i don't think how it was ever realistic to claim that you could take the senate but they did what they were supposed to do they got people to vote. They got people excited about an election. Now, can they carry it over to 2020 and make the big move? And that, that's the thing. It's a step in the right direction. If you look historically at the midterm after, after a president, during a f- president's first term, mm-hmm. in the midterm, the opposite party almost always wins. Sure. So okay. they feel like this president is the worst president of all time. If you're mm-hmm. asking Democrats, he's the worst of yeah. all time. And the best they could do was to squeak out the House and not win the Senate. I'd be nervous if I was Democrats. Nah. I would be nervous. You, about the thing is, it's not time. There's no time to run a victory lap, but it's a it's a big step in the right direction. Mm. It's the difference between if you know shooting free throws. You got to make free throws. They made the first free throw. They have to make the second one now in 2020. That's the that's the best analogy I'm going to see. Did you hear, hear uh, Hillary's going to run? That's always, you know, I, I think we talked, did we talk about, she was thinking about it. Hillary can't even stand up straight. Yeah, well, you know, maybe. The, the New, York, New York Times published an article. She said she's going to run again. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, if there's not a better candidate, then okay. You I know? mean, is there a worse candidate? <laughs> I mean, I mean the thing is, when, no, no, no. Democrats are... When you say worse, you're, you're eliminating her qualifications. Whatever you think of her personally or whatever else... The fact that the woman was, you know, the secretary of state, was a senator. She's qualified to run. Now, whether or not you like her, whatever, her politics, whatever. Qualified to run has nothing to do with the quality of the candidate. She's not electable. Well, the Wait, she won the popular vote. Didn't she win the popular vote? But she lost. She's, she's now lost against Obama. She's lost against Trump. And she's not like she's gaining popularity. Well, 
you don't know what the Trump effect will have on her. You don't know how many people who who voted for Trump now say, oh, my God, I wish I had that sort of thing. And, but, and you don't know. And would, the thing, would you vote for Hillary? Yes. Really? Over him? Yes. I'd, I'd do the same thing I did last time. I'd vote for a third party. Yeah. And that, that and, and ultimately. I think a lot of people would. Yeah. No. And ultimately that, yeah, that usually breaks against the Democrats. But no, I, yeah, if, if she, if she could get through an election without people, well, you know, her shit is already on the street. So you just hope that she hasn't done anything since 2016 that'll get her in trouble. I don't know, man. If you forced me to mm-hmm. have to pick one of those, I'd probably vote Trump over Hillary. Oh, God, don't say that. I probably would. No, can't do that. No, I think uh, in terms of qualifications, and I think you have basically a record of what's happened since. You know, you you know, you have this guy who's sort of, you know, his son may or may not be indicted, depending, and then people from his his campaign were indicted, and you know, and not to say the same thing wouldn't happen with her, but there there's a leadership quality. The there. only difference between the two of them is that Hillary has. The support of the insiders. She's, I mean, she's crooked Hillary. You know, I mean, like, I, I don't think I don't think she's a better person than him. I don't think no. she cares more about people than him. I don't think she. I just think she's better qualified. I think she's a better qualified candidate. She's she's, she's more qualified, sure, as far as what she's done up to this yeah. point in her life. And that's that's. I mean, if it, it, but she's not trustworthy. This she's is the not, this is. Not, is he trustworthy? No. <laughs> okay. Well, that's the thing. I'll take the qualifications. Still, I don't know how realistic it is for her to want run again and be successful because of everything that's happened. But if at the end of it, when the dust settles, if she's sitting there and it's her and him, then shit, there's not a choice. Yeah, it would yeah. be best for Democrats if they didn't run her. Yeah. Well, that's the and you know, there's you have a point there. There may be a point there, but the question is who. And that's that's where they screw up the race every time. Is it, who is it going to be, and who can they get behind, and who you know that sort of thing. So we'll see. They what they what I mean, if they want to win, they need a positive message, mm-hmm. and they need someone who can withstand Trump's nicknames and his mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. They need someone who can fight back a little bit. Yeah, and I mean, and I think that person's out there. I think the thing is, is I think a better candidate than Trump is out there. It's just getting them to get past the primary without them killing each other to where when they get to Trump... Oh, you know, he's he going to be yeah. live tweeting the fuck out oh, of Oh, sure. Debates. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's going to be... Yeah, it's going <laughs> to... If he's not in prison by then, but we'll see. Come on. <laughs> I, you know, he'll get himself out of prison. <laughs> Dog is having a great time, ladies and gentlemen. I love everybody. Of course he does. Um, anything else? Are we good? I got outsmarted by my six-year-old. Uh, that's not surprising at all. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cute little story. He um, he he was writing. Uh, he's making a card for his mother, mm-hmm. and I don't know why he wanted to put the F word in this card, but I guess he did. Like for his mother, it was like for his birthday, or no? Was he just. You know, he hears me using the F word in a positive light, you know, like uh, to put emphasis on an emotion. Yeah, like, I fucking love you, mom. Yeah, like like that. Well, that's kind of cute. So anyway, he asked me, he he says, Dad, how do you spell fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, I don't think you need to put that on the card. (laughs) And he's like, "Uh, but I want to. I'm like, I don't think you need to put that on the card. Mm -hmm. So he goes away. Ten minutes later, he comes back. And, you know, I'm I'm watching a game. I'm distracted. I forgot what we were talking about. He's like, Dad, how do you spell fork? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I told him F O R K, and from there he he deconstructed it sure. and worked it backwards like a like a detective. Smart and he, kid, he got the word. Smart I, kid. I mean, I could be mad at him. I'm so proud of him. Hey, yeah. what's that tomorrow? Was pretty ingenious. Thursday. Tomorrow, tomorrow is Wednesday. Wednesday. Your day hit. Anything happening tomorrow? <laughs> what the fuck are you guys doing tomorrow? Uh, I think I'm free. I'll be editing this podcast. I'll be you working. You guys want to go to the Ivy on me? Oh, that's a word. Paul Robertson? That's an invitation. Is that, are we talking nighttime? No, no. we're talking to Yeah, I can't do that. Breakfast. No, I oh, can't do breakfast. that. That'd be good. Crab Benedict. Ooh. You might, have a, you might have a breakfast partner at the Ivy. That sounds good. No, it's good. You should ditch work. Yeah. Why don't you <laughs> ditch work, Jay Maddie? How much you get, you know? Yeah. I'll take care of you. All right. All right. You gonna let me live with you when I'm unemployed? No, 
you'll be all right. You're a boss, motherfucker. Yeah. I, I used to be. You ain't, you know, you all right. You're still good. Oh, boy. All right. I'll take you tomorrow, though. All right, man. Are we done? I think so. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for listening. It's been a pleasure as always. Hey, hope- thanks for listening to, to Dog. Of course. <laughs> and we want hey, make- we got we got Ben Lee in studio on Monday. Woo! Ron Jeremy's coming. We gotta get our shit together. Um yeah, lots of guests. Thank you guys for the interest. Thank you guys for the answer the sorry, not the answers, the questions. We give you the answers. Thank you for the questions. Thanks for listening. Um thank everyone for our guests. Our guests have been uh, agreeing to come on our show. What's it's- up, my nigga? Exactly. And it's because of stuff like that. But we we absolutely love the interest. Keep it coming. Uh, let us know what we're doing, what buttons we're pushing. Let us know if we're getting to you. We hope we can, you, you can use our advice. Um, and we'll see you next week. Do you guys have anything, any parting advice? That's it, man. All right. Well, until next week, we love you. We thank you. Take care of your kids. Take care of yourself. Be good. Time to select some to come out, baby, a jam doll. Got a six inch belly from the drugs. At night, I wake up with the sheets soaking wet and a freight train running through the middle of my head. Couldn't I